What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another Market Wrap, where I wrap up the week that was in finance. But before we start out, let's start with what coffee I'm drinking, because it is fire once again. It is from a super popular local coffee shop and roastery called Bright Jenny, and I absolutely love their coffee. It's my go-to spot. Um, it's my go-to coffee. It's always really fresh, and they have a ton of variety. The one I'm drinking right now, I believe, is called Dream State, but if you're in the Kelowna area and want some dang coffee, check out Bright Jenny. I can't say enough good things about it. But without further ado, let's jump into the markets. How they do this week. The S&P 500 was down 2.93%. The Dow was down 1.89%. And the NASDAQ was down 3.62%. The markets had one of their worst weeks of the year last week. But why? Well, it was a combination of a lot of things. There's just a general pessimism about the economy, with rates remaining high, the economy slowing down, inflation, strikes, IPOs not doing so hot. But let's get into the weeds. Last week, the Fed stayed steady on their interest rates, but they said they expect another hike this year and to not expect a reduction until 2026. This is a much longer time horizon than analysts thought and led to some serious pessimism and a downturn in the market. In Canada news, inflation ticked up to 4%, showing that although interest rates are rising and remaining high, inflation is still going up. So this could mean another rate hike for us unless we see prices across the board steady out. In other market news, Instacart IPO'd and man, did their stock pop on the first day by as much as 40%. But then it proceeded to come right back down to earth the next couple of days until it was back at its IPO price. And speaking of IPOs, Arm Holdings, which I mentioned last week, closed the week at a share price lower than its IPO price after I was super stoked about it popping on its first day. But this showed that while IPOs might still be coming out with Instacart and Arm, uh, they're not holding that excitement and value overly well, which is not a great thing. Continuing on with things that are absolutely battering the economy. The UAW, or the United Auto Workers, strike has reached its second week as the pressure ramps up on companies to try and meet their demands. Credit card balances also hit an all-time high in quarter, in, uh, quarter two of 2023 with a balance of $107 billion, and total consumer debt reached $2.4 trillion. So while credit cards aren't a bad thing overall, just remember to pay them off every month. And in another emerging story out of Canada, which actually came up a few years ago, but is in the spotlight again this week, Alberta released a report about pulling out of the CPP and creating their own provincial pension plan. So CPP is a Canadian pension plan. Everybody kind of contributes to it. And Alberta is releasing a report that they may want to pull out and do their own provincial thing. And while that's totally legal and allowed... The report states that they would be entitled to over half of the CPP assets. I believe it's around $500 billion, maybe a little bit less. I can't exactly remember the exact amount. And that they will be able to provide a better returns at a lower cost to Albertans because they have a lower age of people. Now, you might be thinking, this sounds fucking absurd. And it is a little bit absurd, just through common sense. And economists across the country are saying that this is a little whack and that they can't be entitled to $500 billion. And that number is based on how they calculate it, which frankly is the wrong way to calculate this and kind of beefs up 
what they are actually owed. Also, setting up a pension plan will cost somewhere between or somewhere around $3 billion. And premiums will only be lower as long as they have a lower age of people contributing, which, funny enough, doesn't last forever. Who would have thought? And another thing is that providing better returns, that's a bold statement because pension plans are some of the most strictly regulated funds that you can have. So saying that you're going to provide better returns is a pretty bold statement just coming from how strictly they're regulated. So economists say it's basically just a political move and financially wouldn't really make that much of a difference for Albertans. But hey, at the end of the day, you do you. And in the final news story, air passenger complaints in Canada topped 57,000, the highest number ever recorded. So if you think yours is going to get answered soon, think again, and maybe next time, just drive. So that's going to wrap it up, short and sweet and to the point. I hope you learned a little something, something about the week that was. If you like the podcast, please like it, share it, download it. And if you have any questions about today's episode, you can find my contact info in the show notes. Thanks again, everyone. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.